0: gardeners, farmers, compost enthusiasts, and growers, welcome to the Healthy Garden Podcast, the show where soil is important and growing a healthier world is job one. Today we're going to talk about GMOs and how they affect us, how they affect what we eat, what we grow in, our mind, our consciousness, why people are so concerned about them. It's something that we get questioned uh, about all the time as farmers and as gardeners and as teachers and lecturers. People are always asking us if if this has GMOs in it, or that has GMOs in it, or how do I know, or what do I do, or why is this such a big deal? And it's a big deal because it's on people's minds. It's a big deal because people are talking about it. It's a big deal because the organic sector of the market has changed so much over the last 10 years. And where people's thought, Channel is now is they're wanting to know, okay, is this safe? Is this the right thing to do? Why am I seeing ads on TV for glyphosate lawyers? What does all this mean to me? What is going on? How do I avoid this? Or am I okay to embrace this? What do I do? So today we're going to spend a little bit of time talking about some of these issues and some of these things and some of these thoughts and hopefully letting a little bit of this just go so that we know when we walk away from here today or we get out of our car today or we turn our computer off for the night that, okay, uh, I have a little bit of ammunition now to deal with this GMO situation that's happening in our country. So we're going to talk about a whole bunch of stuff when we get back. Hey friends, are you growing from seed at home? Do you start your veggies every year with those heirloom seeds? Do you guys have the Dixie cups you throw in there? You guys have the speed trays like we do at our house? Well, we've got something brand new for you. It's organic, biodynamic, farm-made, and drum roll please, non-GMO. Booze beginning seed starter and microgreen grow. It's a product that we're gonna put out this year uh, at the trade shows this fall, um, that we'll be at and but you guys are the first people to ever hear about this or ever know about this and we wanted you to get excited so be looking for booze beginnings you'll be able to find it at your local nursery your local hardware store your local feed and farm supply your local grow shop start giving those guys the heads up and of course it'll be available at the website on our store booze beginnings biodynamic seed starter and Microgreen grow Okay, we're back. So what are GMOs? What are genetically modified organisms? Basically, they're plants and animals and microorganisms whose genetic makeup has been altered by genetic engineering. So it's not, um, it's basically a manipulation of genes by combining plant, animal, or microbes that did not occur in nature. So it's a not a naturally occurring um, situation when you alter those genes. And it sounds a little scary. It sounds a little, you know, two thousand and one Space Oddity, you know, kind of kind of thing. And and, and in some ways it is. Um, it's not our historical type of manipulation that we use like in cross-pollination or hybridization um, that we use you know the same species um, to try to um, find stronger gene traits like a stronger healthier more disease resistant um, or more desirable rose with a longer bloom so it's it's different you're not using the same species you're using something from outside that species and that's why people, it kind of freaks them out a little bit. That's that's the that's the thing. The big question for us that we always get all the time is really about food safety. Uh, and, you know, we're farmers and um, we're very involved in a lot of different food growing and food production. And so we all the time get asked questions about growing food and about is food safe or is this safe or is that safe? Um, and I, I think we're... The main thing that's happened for people is once we had the the Cheerios scare regarding glyphosate, uh, that's when we started to see, um, during our classes and on our, uh, email threads and people sending us direct messages on Instagram and on Facebook about food safety. So here we are, uh, we're a compost company and we're, uh, an organic and biodynamic compost company, but all of a sudden people are reaching out to us because we're part of the farming community and asking us, um, is this stuff safe? Is food safe? So, I'm gonna read you guys a, a little something that I think is 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 important because it takes us um, this whole question about um, uh, GMOs for us because we're organic farmers and most of the people that we work with and deal with are trying to grow organically. So our farm, our uh, compost, everything that we do. Uh, is really um, basically governed by the National Organic Program. And that's a program that is under the USDA and it's under the Agricultural Marketing Service. Um, and what it does, it's a national program uh, that basically came out of the Organic Food Production Act of 1990 and uh, in 2001 became a governing body to oversee domestic and international marketing of fresh produce and, 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 um, and farming practices in terms of organic that meet a consistent standard. So it's a very structured program uh, there's a lot of certifiers. We are certified by a bunch of different people, the CDFA in California and WSDA in Washington and ODA in Oregon. Um, there are certifiers all over the country. There's certifiers now all over the globe because we also work with them internationally. So, um, In organic food production and in organic production of products and things like that we make, um, the use of genetic uh, engineering or genetically modified organisms is is absolutely prohibited in organic products. And that means, in a a simple term, uh, an organic farmer can't plant GMO seeds. uh, An organic cow can't eat GMO, alfalfa, or corn. Uh, And let's say an organic soup producer can't use any GMO ingredients in their production. So uh, to meet these USD uh, organic regulations, uh, organic farmers and processors have to show that they're not using GMOs, uh, that they are protecting their products, uh, that they come in with contact uh, uh, with other things that might have GMOs in them and um and it's 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 a fairly strict guideline um so farmers aren't supposed to be using gmos who are organic but what about you we're going to talk about that next after the break Hey gang, are you getting the microbial diversity that you need in your garden? Well, we've got a really great solution for you. It's effective microorganisms, EM1 by a great company named Terraganics. You can go on terraganics.com that's T E R A G A N I X.com and you can look at the different microbial inoculants that they have for sale. We highly recommend these products. <clears throat> off, we were talking about how could we possibly get GMOs in our gardens at home or in our food? Uh, we discussed the food issue a little bit. Let's talk about the garden issue a little bit. I found a very interesting article that I was looking at that came from Washington State University, uh, their College of Agricultural, Human, and Natural Resource Sciences, and their Center for Sustaining Agricultural and Natural Resources. It gets into the issue that even in the USDA organic standard, it designates in the program that manures, whether from an organic farm or a non-organic livestock production, it's an allowed organic fertilizer, presumably because it came from a living organism. And what that means in the U.S. is that organic farmers are permitted to use manure from not organic feedlots, chicken houses, pig barns, fish farms, whatever. And so often what times what happens is the manure is processed composted, pelleted, whatever, between the non-organic source and the organic farm. This does not change the source of the nitrogen in the final product. So it's an interesting thing that uh, happens in organic food production when you can take animals who are eating GMO feedstocks from a conventional farm, and those feedstocks could be GMO corn, GMO soy, GMO alfalfa, and It begs the question, you know, how far does this infiltrate into the food system, into the bag soil system, into the good system? So um, one of the things that we do as a company at Malibu Compost, uh, because we're an organic and a biodynamic compost company, what we do is we treat our feedstocks uh, or what goes into our compost. We treat them very thoroughly and very thoughtfully and very carefully. So we test for GMO corn, GMO soy, and GMO alfalfa. which the non-GMO verified project calls a high risk. Those are high risk genetically modified organisms. And we're running GMOs, um, the testing for the GMOs in our stuff through genetic IDs. Do that is we send everything out to a lab with our finished compost in there and we're, we're checking to see are any of those traces of any of those things in our compost. But in the last six or seven years that we've been doing the testing, uh, we've never had anything come back with any traces of GMO, corn, soy or alfalfa, because, which makes sense because our cows live on organic pasture and they aren't fed those GMO crops. But we're doing that to make sure um, that there is no cross-contamination and also just to make sure that you know this is what's in conventional ag, this is what is in organic ag. We started doing that because years ago when the Roundup Ready alfalfa became legal for use in 2011, there was a whole bunch of cross-contamination through cross-pollination of some GMO uh, alfalfa getting into some non-GMO uh, and organic alfalfa farms, and so we started testing at that point. But then we also started looking at like, okay, well, if we're doing this, let's go, you know, another step further, and let's start testing for herbicides, you know, the compounds that are in herbicides and pesticides and fungicides. So we just started taking a look at things in our own hands, uh, in terms of what our products were following the guidelines that we had to follow uh, as a compost producer, and then what we would do is do the testing ourselves. So for us, the biggest issue, uh, and the reason that we test today for those things is the glyphosate issue. So because I mentioned the Roundup Ready alfalfa, we wanna make sure there are no GMOs in our product because we wanna make sure there's no glyphosate residue in our products. And just so uh, we're clear about glyphosate, what glyphosate is um, in Roundup Ready uh, crops, what it is, it's a broad spectrum herbicide. So how it works is you can spray that on the crops and it doesn't kill the crops, it kills the weeds. But when you spray it, the residue gets all over the plant structure. So that's why we concern ourselves with it. So what we're doing is... Um, Through the testing is we're making sure that if we go ahead and use our compost in a food production or in an orchard that we work on, um, or, you know, in even in our own gardens at home and our own raised beds. What we want to make sure is that there's no residue that can get taken up by the plant into the soft tissue of the plant and then consumed by us and that's what's happening that's why we had the cheerio thing that's why we've had testing that's come along um, and, and that we found glyphosate residue in the guts of animals and in human beings so It's a lot to to think about. It's a lot to process. We get uh, inspections uh, at our farms by different entities, which I think is great because it keeps things more transparent and more open. So what's our takeaway as far as GMOs go? Are they safe? For us, the answer would definitely be no. Uh, for many people out there, they're okay with GMOs. I talk to people all the time and they they don't care. But then there's other people who are really concerned with this. So, um, you know, as far as us being organic farmers, we're 100% opposed to GMO crops and the heavy herbicide use that they bring. So what can you guys do out there to avoid GMOs? Well, the first thing that you could do is you can buy organic as most organic farms follow the guidelines of the nop which have become more and more restrictive and more stringent over time more testing uh, more site visits uh, and that's really important for all of us you can also i think this is one of the key things you can do and we we teach this all the time at nurseries and we have people that we work with all the time is grow your own organic food at home where you can control your inputs You've got 100% control at that point if you're growing the food. So you can use products that um, don't contain conventional ag manures or conventional waste, or even on another side regarding pesticide residue, which is a different uh, podcast, but um, green waste that comes from certain you know facilities in certain places. You can know the companies that you buy from. That's a really great thing to do. Research everybody. Check and see what's going on. We're, we're at the internet age, you know? Uh, you know, we're, it's, it's Google time, you know, all the time for people. You know, go on there and see what's going on. Know your farmer. If you go to a farmer's market, ask him, what are your organic, pro, you know, protocols? Do you use 100% organic inputs? Do you bring in a conventional chicken manure from somewhere, from down the road? Do you use horse manure that might have um, flagel in it, might have, uh, which, is a, which is an ivy which is a wormer? Uh, look at those things. What, what is in there? And then what you can do is you can support the farms and the manufacturers that you believe are doing it right. The world of organics is growing really fast and it's changing quickly and really important to note is that all of you guys play a very very important role in what people grow what companies make and what companies will sell you the consumer have a very 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 crucial role in this chain so you know be an advocate of change, you know, at the grocer or the nursery that you shop, you know, if you're in a garden club, bring this up, talk about these things, the way that we can talk and get things out and start to get to the bottom of the things is by is by being, you know, in a community by putting out on the table, hey, I'm worried about this, or hey, can you bring in these products, because they are non GMO, or these guys are doing it right, we want you to carry their products. If you demand those things, and if we demand higher standards and keep looking at what is vital for you for your family's health for the health of our planet then we're going to help keep pushing this thing in the right direction for us at Malibu compost we keep it really simple we believe that a healthy world begins with healthy soil that's a really good jumping off point for us but you guys find your truth Join us next week for another exciting and interesting look at gardening, growing, farming, health, and how we all might make this place that we call home a better place. Until then, thank you and happy and healthy gardening.